This is the Thanks for Sharing podcast, the podcast where we explore all things recovery, healing, and relationship. Remember to subscribe and download episodes in the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, or on the Podbean app. You can find more Thanks for Sharing at www.thanksforsharingpodcast.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash healingpaths. That's paths with an S. Hi, so I'm here with John and Amy from Worth Recovery, and we are wrapping up, we should be wrapping up tomorrow, our dating and recovery intensive that we've been talking about on our podcast, and we just wanted to do a episode here kind of talking about what we've learned and maybe some of the feedback we've gotten, and give our listeners kind of an update on how that went and, and what we discovered and maybe the next steps for us that we'll be offering yeah, it's been uh, it's been really gratifying, and I would say in some ways surprising. Um, we've never put on something like this before. Not at this level. Not yeah. at this level, and um, it's been awesome to see it come together. We've mm-hmm. worked with a really great group of people, and um, learning a lot about how we are going to approach dating and recovery even more effectively in the future. Um, learning a lot about people who are coming to us for help and what they're looking for. Um, it's been it's been fun this weekend yeah yeah I think it's been really fun I think one of the um this like one of the questions I always got was like is this the first time you're doing this and while it is the first time like you said on this level all of these activities or concepts are things that we've all taught before mm-hmm. or right. done before in individual coaching or sessions or with small groups or uh-huh. things and so it's been fun to do them all together in one place right yeah. and kind of take everybody through the whole process and not just focus on something specific. Mm-hmm. But that yeah. has also brought challenges as well, right? Right. In like trying to do the the big picture thing. Yeah, and I think it's also been cool some of these concepts that we we talked and we we thought like what's the best way to teach the group this and I think we um we took a chance in some place and we said mm-hmm. let's have the group teach themselves and we had really great discussion and a lot of wisdom. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think one of the one of the things I've heard a few times now, and I was really glad to hear it. Um, people have said, "I'm so glad that's not just me. I'm so glad yes. that's yes. not just my right. experience or my fear." Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the key pieces that people have identified with is that dating is not a standalone skill, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That that all the concepts that we learn about for dating and recovery our concepts that build all of our relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's been a a big surprise for people that like Mm -hmm. this dating thing isn't standalone, that like it's going to incorporate and hit their other relationships as well. There's not a secret. There's not a trick. There's not a, there's not some hidden approach to dating that you'll just learn and you'll be good at it. This touches all of our relationships and it comes from all of our relationships. Which also mean it, it touches some of the issues that, let us into recovery, right? Yeah. It it, it t- touches on the issues that are underneath the addiction, right? Right, and and because we're getting at the trauma, we're getting at those relationship wounds, um, not destabilizing in any way, right? right? But I th- think that's one of the things that I've heard from several of our participants is, I guess I didn't realize how much my attachment stuff was showing up in my dating stuff, mm-hmm. right? And and being able to connect that dot and see that and then to be able to challenge themselves or say, okay, this is an area that I need to do more work on or I'm mm-hmm. going to take this back to my therapist because 
I'm seeing the connections. That has been so inspiring for me to see. Um, like we've we've dived a layer deeper, and it's not easy. Right. And um, really seen some struggle and some hard work, but then to see people come back and say, "I have a new commitment," or "It's not going to happen this way anymore." Yeah. Um, you know, we've had people examining a lot of different areas of their life, saying. You know, I need to have a change over here because I'm recognizing that's affecting my ability to show up in the relationships that I want. And that has been super inspiring. Yeah, that's one of the after the you know, so our intensive started at six on Thursday night. Right. And we went until about what, eight, 30, 10, 10. Um, When I'm away from home, I lose all concepts of time. (laughs) Time time doesn't matter. Right. So. Um, so we went from about, well, we did dinner, right? Yeah. We went to dinner as a group and kind of socialized and got to know each other and then came back in eight to 10, we did some work, right? Uh-huh. And as I was coming back, I mean, we kind of pow out after the participants headed off for homework in bed. Um, and as I was coming back to, to my room, I was thinking kind of about our conversation and thought, well, here we go, right? Like we've <laughs> dug stuff up already, like right. and which which we meant to, right? We weren't trying to take it easy the first night, but it was like, okay, the can's been opened, and you know that first night we were kind of like they're dysregulated, and they're not sure about this, and we got to see, right? We had powwowed and kind of were prepared if they come back the ne- next morning and aren't okay, mm-hmm. we might have some things to do. But they came back the next morning, mm-hmm. right? All of these people are in some advanced stages of recovery. And so they came back and were and there were some shifts. And they were like, yeah, that was super uncomfortable. And I can see this or mm-hmm. I can yeah. understand this piece. And I know I, like they all came back having done some reflection that night, maybe some journaling. We had them, you know, a meditation to kind of journal on. and And they came back like, Okay. And and then I was like, okay, now we can go, right? right? Yeah. We're ready to go with this. Yeah. One of the things I've loved about the group that we have and working this program or this process is just their ability to challenge yeah. themselves, mm-hmm. like challenge their own thinking and put it out there and say like, this is what I, this is the script in my head right. and I need some feedback on that. Or is, are you saying that, that that doesn't have to be that way or that that can right. be different, right? Or just their ability to really confront those scripts in their head and be open to actually changing them. Right. And it's, that's been awesome and inspiring. And again, that's been hard work. Like there's been tears. There've been people saying it took everything I had not to just get up and leave the room. Right. Right. Um, And then they stuck with it and there's something new Uh there for them. Right. There's there's a new script, a new possibility. Um, That's one of the reasons why I love doing work on this level on an intensive level uh-huh. where we're packing it into mm-hmm. three days. Well, and they're getting to marinate in one right. issue for mm-hmm. three days. And I think that's really where we see this kind of depth and this kind of shift happen is it's not, I have an hour with my therapist or I read this in a book and then I went back to my life. Like mm-hmm. we're in a setting that um, is supportive and comfortable. Right. And, you know, that, and, and there is some downtime to get out yeah. and walk and enjoy the scenery or whatever. But eight o'clock tomorrow, you're back at it, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and and this is an aspect that has kind of surprised me. We uh, and, and I, I I would love to say that this was intentional, but I think it was more like, oh yeah, we could use this in this way. <laughs> like, so we were we were trying to coordinate food here, and we decided that uh, there's really good restaurants by where we're at, and we're like, we should go offsite for dinner each night. Like, it'll be a nice break, and 
and that um and so we've had some great food and it's been fun to kind of see people outside of the intensely learning about yourself mm -hmm. space um but also we decided that that's got to be a staple of this going right. forward that we kind of have this big i guess you could call it like a group date afterward mm -hmm. we we go out we treat ourselves we uh -huh. eat good food and there's no nobody's pointing to the menu and saying fifteen dollars your limit. Like right. you order what you want and um, you, you try something new and you get to talk with friends. It's that's been a really fun part of it for me. Yeah, right. It has been. It's a different level of work that mm -hmm. happens at dinner. Um, a more relaxed, right? We're not continuing necessarily the conversations from the day Nobody's got or the work from points. the day. I mean, there may be some questions. But it's a different level of going out and having fun and letting yourself um, relax and yeah and have conversations and enjoy yourself. Well, and it's given us a common experience, uh -huh. like to be able to speak to. Like some, I just was thinking about some of the things that happened last night at dinner, and then mm -hmm. that came up today in conversation. Right? Uh -huh. Like I didn't want to look at the waiter because he was married right like he had, he had a ring on so i wasn't going to interact with him yeah, we, you know right. we had a bit in group today where we talked about our attractive male married waiter last night at dinner right, and right. What it's like to or that. there were some right who were older maybe my age and they were saying well he's too young right. and i was like right and you might not pursue dating him a because he's married and b because he's at least a decade younger right <laughs> but you could notice right that he's very handsome and that he has very good um, engagement skills, mm -hmm. which right in, in that industry, in the restaurant industry, your wage is connected to. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it's okay to engage in that, mm -hmm. in that setting. Right. right. And that we're not entering some kind of social contract right. that says mm -hmm. something's going to happen once I leave your table. Right. Mm -hmm. right? Or like, like came up in the, um, one of the, sessions that we did kind of that whole when we were talking about flirting and talking about do you flirt like a predator mm -hmm. and right can you engage in charming behavior knowing he's married um and so that's not going to necessarily go anywhere but i can still be charming or he can be charming and i can kind of meet that same level without flirting like a predator right right i think that was one of my favorite topics that we talked about which mm -hmm. is that extreme of like how did we learn? How did we come by our dating skills? Right. Right. So like, how did we come by our flirting skills, our noticing skills, you know, our, our interaction skills? How did, how did we come by those skills? Yes. And I think a lot of us are very unaware. I was very unaware when mm -hmm. I got into recovery about how I gained those skills, <laughs> like that, that I even had skills around that yeah. area right. and like how they were impacting not only me and my, but mostly the relationships around yeah. me. And there were a lot of negative labels that people came with, right? Mm -hmm. Or over the years they've accumulated about flirting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I think in general, just some of the vocabulary that we've talked about and some of the concepts that we've talked about, um, there has been some recognition and some registering. Like we, we were talking today at lunch and somebody was saying, there's a lot of dots that are connecting with me. Uh -huh. And that's hard that those dots are connecting. And then there was this, but... I am not going to go back to that way now. I right. can't unsee that. And I'm so glad that that experience was able to be had because I think that's where a lot of people get stuck in dating. It's not for lack of knowing how to do it or what they want. Mm -hmm. It's that I didn't know what this was. Right. And I've been so accustomed to that pattern. And we, we talked about even the word no and how that goes back to childhood, how people treated our no then uh -huh. shows up now. You know, people saying, 
yeah, I, I haven't been accustomed to another way, but now I, now that I know what this way is, I don't want to do this way anymore. Right. right. Yeah. I, I was thinking, um, about another comment that I, that I got where somebody was saying, I, I guess I just expected like you guys were going to reveal the secret to dating that I have not figured out yet. Good hair gel <laughs> for the men. <laughs> Right, that like we we had stumbled upon, you know, the magic fountain that they could drink from and be successful in their dating, right? And and that we were going to give them these concrete, defined, this is how you do it, and then you do this, maybe a script or something like that. And and they said, and and that's not what you're doing. And at first, I might have been a little bit frustrated about that, but I'm recognizing how much better it feels for me to define that. And mm. so you guys are bringing up the concepts and you're kind of giving some guide marks or putting in some guide posts, but I'm getting to define my dating plan. I'm getting to define uh-huh. where and how sex fits in. I'm getting to define what works for me. And they are leaving with something concrete, right? but it came from what's been marinating in them right. and those truths that they now know about themselves and their needs. And for some of the people here, it's like, my needs being front and center in my dating relationships, that's brand new for me. Oh, yeah. And I'm yeah. excited to see where that goes. Right. Or that I even have like the concept of being able to filter mm-hmm. like people that I spend my time with. Uh-huh. Like I loved what was said, I think Jackie in your presentation about like my time is valuable. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-huh. And, and so the people I'm going to spend my time with or that I'm going to give my time to, like they, they need to earn a little bit of that time. Right. right. Like I'm not just going to blatantly give all my time to everybody. Right. Because I'm saying to myself, well, you've got nothing better else to right. do, loser. Right. right. Well, and then the, ex- the extension of that was, well, I'm valuable. Right. 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 Yeah. right. The, my time's not valuable unless I consider myself valuable. Right. And so I loved some of the shifts that we saw around that. And I would add another powerful shift that I saw was just this. So I get to practice. Right. Uh Right. I don't have to have this pressure to succeed or Mm -hmm. to do it all right. Right. I get to practice and reevaluate and reassess. Mm -hmm. And I can (laughs) give myself this grace to really practice. Right. We we have to talk about this metaphor because this was like the this was one of the highlights today for me, the job metaphor with dating and relationships. Oh yeah. (laughs) And you know, we I think it had come up yesterday, we said something like your first few dates need to feel a little bit like a job interview. Like you're going to yeah. ask critical pointed questions. And that's where and the conversation the about valuing your time, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mm-hmm. Recognizing that kind of like we do in a job that uh-huh. my time is worth this much. Right. And so then we talked about entry level positions. Like <laughs> that's, right. that's, that's the first <laughs> level of dating. And this is when we were talking about sex and dating today. And when, when you go to a sexual relationship, you probably want to make an inside hire. Right. Like you want to go with someone who's had an entry level position and they've, they've and done they've really done well. well. And they've earned the promotion. <laughs> you know a bit how they're going to perform at right. this, this higher level, um, right. this promotion. Right. That was, that was fun. And that was something to see like the group pick that up mm-hmm. and have fun with it and kind yeah. of toss that around with the different analogies of kind of a workplace environment. Right. Well, and I loved like the conclusion of that, you know, being like 
being able to say like this is the job I have open in my uh-huh. life right now, right? Yeah. Right. And if you're not gonna if you're not yeah. applying for that job, yeah. like this then... is the position I'm hiring for. That's right. right. And, right. and that's one of the things I said. Right. And if you keep telling me you're applying for this position, I will fire you. <laughs> right. Because it's not open. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. That was yeah. that was the whole that discussion. Was, that was fun. That was the whole discussion around well I think I want a friend first before a sexual Right. Partner. I, I kinda wanna know people before yeah. I'm sexual with them, which was, you know, great yeah. idea. Right. But the people I they just want sex right so you fire them that's not the <laughs> that's position not you've the, got open that's not the position you have open right i think another really fun part uh, fun maybe not the right word but challenging part but also rewarding was just this the whole the concept that we had or the discussion we had about consent yesterday mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think like watching people really you know understand like what consent is yeah. It was hard. It was hard. We saw a lot of emotion, whether they were actually expressed or you could tell who was really fighting and holding it back. Mm -hmm. You know what I loved in the the final exercise we did with that is the people who had kind of gotten it and passed it with their partner, they then looked to the people who were struggling and they really kind of came around and supported and was like, Mm -hmm. well, I'm noticing this and you might want to try this. And everybody was able to end with a a success there and a shift there and the the group really came yeah. together and helped each other. And, and what you're talking about when you say when they passed it with their partner, right? That's not a bowel movement, but <laughs> it's not passing no. our lunch, right? No. But no but it was just yeah. this ability to really communicate your no mm-hmm. to another person in which they register it in their body, they right? So you are saying no in a way that another person has to feel it and believe it. And mm-hmm. once you got that, mm-hmm. right, then they were helping those who weren't quite getting it and giving them direction. Like, I think you've got to stop bouncing your leg right. when yeah. you're saying it, right? right? Or you can't be laughing or smiling right. while you're saying no. Yeah. You know, that, they're, that, that, that that doesn't register for me. That feels confusing. Right. And so it was a safe way to give feedback that says, this is why I don't believe your no. Mm-hmm. And people may not know that before. And so they were wondering, I'm saying no. But I get them pursuing anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was good feedback to have yeah. that this this is how your no feels. Yeah. I felt really honored by the stories that people bring. And um, like we have incredible people here. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And uh, just a lot of different experiences, a lot of different desires. Like I was counting today half of our group are single parents. Yeah. Um, who have been divorced. Um, we have some in our group who have never been married before. We have all sorts of ages. We've had people from four different states, um, just lots and lots of different experience. And everybody has come willing to share that right. and to open up to each other. Um, that's one of my favorite pieces of, well, it's, it's one of the pieces that I really, you know, hope hard that a group can do is come together and find something that they have in common that they're going to help each other with. Right. And that has definitely come out and it's got me excited for next time. Yeah. And and that's one of the things as they were helping each other with their no, right? Sometimes people would say, picture somebody here because, right, you, you may not need to say no to this other participant because they haven't done anything, right? So it's hard to just manufacture that. Yes. Right. But picture somebody you need to say no to and say no to them, right? And and somebody else was saying, picture us in, enforcing that. Like, we're here mm-hmm. behind you, enforcing your no with you silently. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah. So much support and help in this environment. Mm-hmm. And last night when we were at dinner, you know, a lot of them were already starting to think about, like, 
well, what is the next step for me? Right. Like, how do I, how do I really put this stuff into practice? And we joked around, like they asked us to make that dating app. Do you remember? Like, (laughs) like, are you guys going to hook us up? (laughs) Well, they were, they were like, what are you doing next? Right. Right? Once I get these, I have some direction, but then what? Right. Right. Are you guys doing more? Right. How do I actually find people and how do I engage in this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it made us really think about like, what would, what would we do next? Like, what yeah. is the next step? What, right. you know, what are some of the additional things we're going to do with these intensives around relationships? Yeah. You know, I'd really like to see something like a private chat group or something like that for people who have been through this mm-hmm. to connect and support and continue to share success and right. ideas and stories. Because um, I, I think this is something that's really, really needed in the recovery community I, I don't think there's a lot of people talking about dating there's a lot of people talking about how to repair the relationship you already have um, yeah but but you know, a lot of those relationships don't make it right? getting started right. is hard and there's a lot of single people finding themselves in recovery mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of holes and that's what we found that we kind of said well let's do this mm-hmm. because we're not finding the resources to refer to yeah so let's create a resource mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you're listening to this and you're not here with us, don't despair. There's mm-hmm. a, another one. We have one on the calendar for October. And uh, we're taking feedback from this one. And um, we're, we're going to continue to improve and to make this more of what you're looking for. But uh, visit us at onelayerdeeper.com, O-N-E, layerdeeper.com, for more details about the one in October. If you have questions or are interested, you can set up a phone call with us there and uh, we'd be happy to answer your questions and help you determine if this is the next right step for you. Thanks for listening. This podcast is solely for the purpose of information and entertainment and does not constitute therapy, nor should it replace competent professional help. At the end of another episode, we want to remind you that nobody has time for perfection. We are pursuing progress. And remember the prayer of the perfectionist. Help me remember I can't do it all. Help me to take things one step at a time and that the only step I need to focus on is the next right step for me. Help me to remember that life is a journey. Help me to be able to separate all that I am learning from all that I have to do. Help me to remember that I am not alone, that I can ask for help. Help me to strive for frequent awakenings, not mastery. I am enough. Amen.